to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to the Heads Up Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to spend a little bit of time exploring the role of tech integrator here at Rundle College Society. This is a really interesting and important topic given the nature of technology in our world. Here at Rundle College, we're often left asking ourselves the question, is technology just a tool? Is technology the only tool? Are there other tools? Should we use more technology? Should we use less technology? What are the best technologies? How does technology impact our students' learning? How does it impact their brain? How does it impact their social life? All of these are really big questions, which we need lots of help understanding. So to that end, we've been looking to get very talented technology integrators and technology directors into our schools and into our programs. And today, I am thrilled to be able to interview one of them to get a better sense of her impressions on those big questions that we're all asking ourselves around technology. So before we begin the interview today, let me take a second and introduce you to today's guest. Today's guest is a first-year staff member here at Rundle College. Her name is Miss Fiona Moore. By way of background, Fiona graduated the University of Calgary with a bachelor's degree in kinesiology. Before that, she came from Markham, Ontario, where she started following her passion. And if you can believe it or not, her passion wasn't technology the first time. Her technology was certainly badminton. She is an esteemed and accomplished badminton competitor, uh, renowned nationally and internationally. She won three Pan American Championship titles, two in women's doubles, and one in mixed doubles, and competed twice in the Badminton World Championship in India and Malaysia. She played professional badminton in Denmark. She traveled the world uh, trying out for the Beijing Olympics and competed in 25 countries in two years and missed qualifying for the Olympics by just one place. How heartbreaking. She trains at the Glencoe Club, the Winter Club, and the Toronto Granite Club. Both my, her father and her brother have won Canadian and international badminton titles as well. After retiring from professional badminton work, she's come on to teaching and followed her love of technology, and we're thrilled to have her here at Rumble College as our tech integrator in the primary elementary school. So without any further ado, please help me welcome Miss Fiona Moore to today's podcast. Okay, welcome back. I got Miss Fiona Moore here in my office with me this morning, and I'm really excited to do an interview about technology. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. And it's hard to believe, but we're already on to our 30-second inter interview for the podcast series. And, uh, you know, ironically, we haven't talked very much about 
technology. <laughs> so this is this is a yeah. good opportunity. Um, but before we get right into the kind of the grips of technology, let's first talk about the role tech integrator. I think uh, it may come as a bit of a mystery to some people yeah. who aren't in education. You know, you say I'm a tech integrator. What does that do, particularly in a primary elementary school? Yeah. So yeah. why don't you help our listeners understand, first of all, what, what your role is all about? Well, uh, as the technology integrator for primary and elementary, I am both a qualified teacher and a technology integration coach. As a technology integration coach, my goal is to inspire the integration of technology to promote excellence in the instructional environment and support students and teachers in using technology appropriately for critical and creative thinking. Right. As a teacher, I give lessons on digital citizenship, which covers topics like citing your sources, Mm -hmm. monitoring your permanent digital footprint, privacy of personal information, kindness in social media, safety online, and awareness of data collection by companies like Google and Facebook. Wow, those are really huge (laughs) topics for for everybody to know, but it's really exciting to know that our elementary and primary kids are hearing about some of those things. Yeah, it's an important thing for them to learn right now. Absolutely. I also conduct professional development for the teachers on apps and programs to use in the classroom. For example, the elementary just went one-to-one with iPads and I helped the teachers learn how to use Apple Classroom and the new features of iOS 11. I also team teach and collaborate with teachers on lessons. Uh, Just recently, I've done things with teachers on robotics, coding, Google Classrooms, and uh, using eBooks and online databases for research. Right on. Okay, that's that's a huge amount of stuff you're taking on there, Fiona. I mean, I think some of our listeners might be interested in hearing like your interpretation of what do you think is the most, the biggest danger for kids in the technology space? Because when we talk about digital responsibility and uh, safety online, where could they go go the most wrong, do you think? Um, I think with their personal information, and mm-hmm. I've done a lot of talking to the students about what is safe to share and what isn't. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be afraid mm-hmm. of giving having an online identity right you know that's how we meet people that's how we make friends that's how we talk to people across the world we make connections for sure it's just being aware of what you're putting out there what you look like online and if that information can ultimately come back to hurt you in the in the future for sure for sure and do you find that kids are pretty digitally aware even at the prime elementary age um i actually think just with some of my recent lessons i've been doing i found some of the kids were actually um, very paranoid, which I thought was kind of funny that I said, well, why do you think someone would want your information? And they're yeah. like, to come and get us. And yeah. I was like, no, that's not really, they're not coming yeah. to find you. Yeah, so no I'm trying to explain to them that it's not about people coming to get you. Yeah. It's about they're taking your information to either sell it to other people who will use that information. Right, right. It's not as like kidnappy as, as it, yeah. you know, might seem, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, no, that's a, that's a huge amount of work, and I think our listeners are going to be able to see the immediate value of having somebody with your, your skill set around. So mm-hmm. uh, let's dig into it a little bit further in the next series of questions here. Okay, uh, Fiona, moving on to question number two. I, I'm curious, and I'm sure our listeners will be curious as well. Um, what's your perspective on what is the largest challenge that our primary and elementary students might have in the domain of technology? Um, The biggest challenge I think students have is to become confident in taking risks and realizing that no one learns technology without making mistakes. Absolutely. The fear of failure can prevent students from challenging themselves when faced with new technology. I want to guide students in becoming more resilient. I want them to be comfortable with not always knowing the answer. 
the technology that I teach them today will probably not be what they use in the future. So mm -hmm. they have to understand how to explore and navigate different software, apps, and devices without step-by-step -step instructions. For sure. Um, my strategy is to let them know I understand that trying new technology can be risky and intimidating, but that I will support and celebrate all their efforts and successes. Wow, that's uh, really powerful stuff. And I think it transcends technology. We spend a lot of time talking about resiliency and failing forward and the idea of growth mindset. Yeah. Uh, as a follow-up, Fiona, do you find that the kids are resilient in this space? Are they born resilient in technology or is this something that really has to be taught with them? Um, I think each kid's so different because mm -hmm. I have seen it and each grade too. I've definitely seen when we um, work, work with some of the younger kids, you can see which ones just go for it and others are really stuck at a spot and it even still happens at the older grades. So yeah. I think it really is the individual and their experience of what they've um, had with technology. Right on, right on. Yeah, I'm sure it's unique to every kid. And I think there are several teachable moments mm -hmm. throughout that help them become better, better students overall. All right, Fiona, on to question three. And I know this one is, uh, comes to you all of the time. Uh, certainly in this day and age where we're very aware of screen time. Um, I'm wondering how you balance that with a powerful tool that technology can be for learning. So yeah, mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you moderate that screen time for students or help them moderate it for themselves even? Yeah, excellent question. I think um, as teachers, we want our students to find a balance and develop a healthy approach to technology. We don't want the use of technology to negatively impact students' social and emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all answer. Our role as teachers is to encourage healthy, productive, and responsible ways of using technology for each student. Personally, I believe that students should be doing a variety of sports and activities along with schoolwork. Um, as a student, I played badminton, the clarinet, soccer, and also love playing video games. At Rundle, screen time isn't always a solitary activity. The students work together on assignments using their iPads and create group presentations using different tools. Therefore, they're developing their collaborative and social skills while using technology. Right on. Right on. No, I think that's totally true. I was talking to somebody just the other day and they were saying, uh, we've moved from an era of cooperation to an era of collaboration. Mm -hmm. And it's a subtle... Yeah shift in language but it's a huge shift in the way that we work and uh you talk a lot about like not being in technology as a solitary act and and working together what are some of the tools that we'll see down at the primary elementary school that allow for that collaboration for students um, I think the great thing about it is that there's so many different tools and each student picks the one that they like the best right. and they can use the best. And I think about it as a teacher, I love my PowerPoint. That's yeah. my thing. Yeah. But other, that's not other teachers' things. And yeah. I think that that's the great part is that we have such a variety that everyone can choose from and pick what works best for them. Right on, right on. Um, have you seen particular tools that engage kids better than others? Um Again, though, it depends how they feel. Some want to use video. Some yeah. want to use audio. Some want to write. Some want to pre-record what yeah. they're saying. And others want to stand right up there and be the leader. Love so it. it's, I just love now everything is so choice. Every kid gets to choose which way they want to show themselves yeah. and present their work. I think, yeah, I think technology mm -hmm. is like a great liberator of individualization. I mm -hmm. think that, that yeah. choice piece is, yeah. is totally huge. And I think I don't know if you're seeing this as well, Fiona, but it's certainly something I see is that we've moved from a consumption of information model to a creation 
of yeah. information model. Uh, are you seeing that at the primary elementary with kids creating their own content? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's all, a lot of their own initiative as well. They decide, mm -hmm. I want to do this. It might not even be anything to do with a specific assignment. I did see some of the students in the hallway the other day creating a special video message for one of their friends who couldn't be there. Right, right. And that was their initiative, something they wanted to do. The teacher said, okay, go, you got 20 minutes. Yeah. And then they spent their time doing what they wanted and how they wanted to send a nice message to their friends. So. I love it. No, I love it. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see more of the content creation that's happening in the hallways result to your, your hard work. Now on to question four. Fiona, we, we've got this like almost choice paralysis when it comes to applications and different tech tools. There's so many to choose from that um, how do we ever choose what, what to do? Yeah. Um, so I, I guess for those educators who are listening or for those classroom teachers, I'm really curious as to what your opinion is. What's the most powerful application you've seen used in the classroom? Um, well, I, I know there's so many things out there. That's part of my job is to help narrow that down. Totally. Um, one of the things I've observed that I've really liked uh, recently is the using the iPad, Apple TV, and Apple Classroom. Uh, they've helped make a big difference for the teachers and, and the students. Um, with Apple Classroom, teachers have the ability to easily share documents, websites, and differentiate the material they send to each student's iPad. Awesome. Also, there are so many educational apps that teachers can use to enhance their assessments and lessons. So, for example, students can be polled or quizzed during the class so the teacher can get instant feedback on a topic and then modify their lesson. Uh, the iPads allow students to collaborate and create quickly and effectively using a variety of tools. They can capture and edit images and make video presentations. They can share documents between classmates or mirror their screens on the Apple TV. If uh, I'm walking around the classroom and see a student has learned something new or figured out a problem that others are having, that student could instantly project their screen and teach the class the solution. Cool. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. And you mentioned... Uh, so. The combination Apple Classroom, iPad, Apple TV really creates a dy dynamic space and I've seen it in the classrooms where, like you're saying, Fiona, you can just absolutely, you know, port kids screen up onto the main yeah. screen and then everybody can learn from it. Uh, I've also observed you teaching classes where you're using polling software or applications. Uh, for people who are looking for like a specific application out there. Are there any that you might recommend? Um, actually, one just recently we had uh, shared at our PD with the elementary teachers was Quizlet. Oh, cool. And we actually played it in the PD little session. Yeah. It was so much fun and you had teams and they could answer questions based on what the lesson was just about and you're all working together, but it's yeah. still, you've got, you're seeing who's understanding and then they're actually talking to each other and discussing which is the right answer before they click it on their screen. And yeah. so I, I thought that one was a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like total, total engagement. I mean, yeah. that's, I think what we're looking for in all of our classrooms, whether it's here at Rundle or anywhere else. And I think anything that, that enables that is probably Pretty powerful tool. <laughs> All right, Fiona, on to the fifth question, final one in this segment at least. Um, I'm curious what you think are the current trends and future trends in educational technology? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the current trends in educational technology are occurring at Rhino College actually right now. Uh, the first trend is robotics and electronic platforms. So, for example, in the primary, we have been using the dot and dash robots. Um, the second trend is computational thinking and coding. Mm -hmm. the, the primary and elementary just participated in the Global Hour of Code uh, over the last two weeks. And in the new year, uh, coding will be introduced into every grade. Wow. 
the third trend is developing STEAM initiatives in the classroom. Right, and for yeah. people who don't know what STEAM stands for, what, what does it stand for? Yeah, uh, STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics. So right now, the grade fours are actually using the makerspace for their Rube Goldberg projects, which actually a Rube Goldberg project involves the students creating a complex machine to achieve a simple task. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, they're all over the hallway, yeah. and they're <laughs> pretty awesome to see, yeah. for sure, yeah. totally. Um, and then some of the trends uh, within the next three to five years will uh, be... Number one, a growing focus on measuring learning using technology. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, advancing a culture of innovation using technology. Right. And three, something I'm really excited about is uh, virtual reality. So, yeah, 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 it's totally, <laughs> I think it's on the, the cutting edge right now. It'll be yeah. really interesting to see where it, it moves ahead. That and mm -hmm. augmented reality. Yes, right? yeah. And uh, what are some of the, like, put you on the spot a bit, Fiona, what are some of the potential applications for virtual reality mm -hmm. in the classroom that you can think of? Yeah, I think that's where we, it gets tricky, again, connecting it to the curriculum because mm -hmm. it's pr it's just a, it's a cool technology, but now we need to be, how are we learning and creating with it? Right. You know, and what, uh, or how are we exploring around the world? Maybe it's a chance to do a virtual reality tour of the Louvre in Paris. Yeah, you that'd know? be cool, So right? that, that kind of thing is, um, I think, where we're going with the future is just opportunities with yeah. this virtual reality and opportunities get to places where mm -hmm. you wouldn't otherwise be able to get whether it's like like you said visiting paris mm -hmm. or like the micro and going right inside the human body yes. and exploring like yeah. blood flow or understanding the brain or any mm -hmm. of those pieces yeah. really kind of opens those possibilities to to great exploration i can't wait to see where it takes us yeah it's gonna be exciting Okay, Fiona, just to finish off the podcast, we're going to do the Rundle Rumble. For those of you who have listened to the program before, you'll know that this is Rundle's Quick Fire Association game. I'm just going to list off 10 words, um, and I want you to just tell me the first things that come to your mind when I say them. Are you all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go, Fiona. Um, number one, your favorite iPad app? <laughs> Nearpod. All right, Nearpod, check it out, people. It's uh, probably worth having a look. I don't know anything about it. What does it do? Uh, it helps the teachers like project right onto every student's iPad, and you can actually do cool things right in the... It's like a PowerPoint, but with interactive parts and components to it right there and there. Very cool. Yeah. Sounds totally worthwhile. Okay, uh, number two, digital learning. <laughs> tricky. Yes, always <laughs> tricky and always moving, right? Yeah, yeah. And number three, this will be close to your heart, um, badminton. Hmm. Uh, winning. winning yeah. <laughs> and you've done a lot of that. Yes. That's awesome. Excellent. Um, number four, Mr. Clark. Oh, uh, eccentric. Yes, yeah, eccentric, excitable, all of those things. No yeah. problems there. Uh, number five, what are your dreams? Um, I'm really looking forward to the future and where technology is going just for our everyday lives in our house. I can't wait to have my whole house be interactive. And, totally. You know, now we're getting, you can change the lights and everything. And my dream is to one day be in that ultimate technology house. Yeah, yeah. the internet of everything. Yeah, yeah. Say, right? <laughs> totally, yeah. totally. Okay, cool. Um, number six, what's the coolest technology tool that you've experienced? Coolest one. I, I still, I just still love the iPad. I just think that there's so many different things you can do on just one device and it just sharing with everybody airdrop all the things that you can just instantly do yeah apple really seemed to get it right didn't they mm -hmm. uh, really amazing what's the quintessential 21st century skill um being aware of your your digital footprint and what you put out there about yourself and what people will always get to see of who you are right on yeah no i think that's that's huge and i think that's something as 
students or as professionals, um, always to be aware of what mm -hmm. what that digital footprint is looking like. Okay, um, number eight, the other principal over there, Miss Denise. Mm -hmm. Attention to excellence. Very nice. Yeah, I think that absolutely captures it. Number nine, screen time. Ooh. <laughs> Again, it's you need to be aware of how much you have. It's not about calculating every day, but being aware. Absolutely. I think uh, being aware of, yeah, I think that awareness piece is huge. I think that's a gift we can give to each other and to give to our students, right? Uh, and the last one is success. What is success to you, Fiona? Mm -hmm. Growing. Always growing. Right on. I think that's a great way to end today's podcast. And before we, we wrap up, Fiona, I'd just like to bounce it back to you. Do you have any closing thoughts on topic uh, tech integration or, or anything for that matter? Yeah, I'd uh, like to say one final thing. Um, this is my first year teaching at Rundle College, and I found that the administration, staff, and students are very collaborative and eager to share their knowledge. My experience as Rundle College reminds me of what one of my childhood heroes, Bill Nye, the science guy, once said. <laughs> Everyone you ever meet knows something you don't. Uh, it's been an amazing learning experience for me in this technology integration position, and I'm really looking forward to the new year. Wow, Fiona, really, really appreciate that, and I know our listeners will appreciate that as well. And uh, you know a lot that we don't know, and we really are uh, so much richer for having you in our hallways, in our classrooms, and working Thank with you. our students and our technology, uh, really guiding us into that that future that's sometimes scary. Yeah, right, <laughs> and but the unknown. The unknown, <laughs> yeah. totally. And yeah. but you're. You're right here with us, and, and I know you're helping guide our faculty and our students, our pa parents into that space. So thank you for your hard work. Thanks for joining me today, and uh, best luck with the rest of the year. Yeah, thank you.